0: I don't know about you, but reading this passage uh, as a child, I just remember reading this and every time going, hmm, I hope I'm not the rich man. I really hope not. Lazarus has it pretty good now. There's a great chasm between them. Both were given, what from God? One was given good and one was given bad, which says something, right? It says something about who God is. He gifts us both the good and the bad. And the choice is ours, what we do with it. How do we grow through the bad? How do we grow in the good? Both realities are in front of us. And it's not bad to have the bad, and it's not good to have the good. Sometimes we can have this sense of, because I have more, I'm morally more superior than somebody who has less. That's not true at all. Or just because I don't have everything doesn't mean I'm morally less than everyone else. Because God looks into the heart of man, not into what he has You won't make sense. I don't know if I preached on this before, but you won't make sense of your life until you make sense of your death. Think about that one. You won't make sense of your life until you make sense of your death. Well, what is our death? But you, man of God, pursue righteousness, devotion, faith, love, patience, Gentleness, compete well for the faith, lay hold of eternal life to which you were called when you made a noble profession in the presence of many witnesses. That's what you and I do each and every Sunday, each and every time we say the creed. We're not just saying words that are on a page that sound nice. We're making a confession in front of each other. To lay hold of that confession each and every day. To take lay hold of eternal life. One of the one of the things, one of the great I was re- For vocations, we were watching this video, and one of these priests that was on this video, he said the role of the priest, the essential role of the priest, is to bring the soul home to God. That happens in confession. That happens at Mass. That happens in the anointing of the sick. That happens in the sacrament of marriage that happens in the funeral rite where he's offering the mass on behalf of the deceased you won't make sense of your life until you make sense of your death where am I going? where do I want to end up? and it's not about having the good and it's not about having the bad it's about if I have the good then to not do, this is really interesting Kind of gets us behind the scenes. The Lazarus the poor one is actually the name we have. We don't have the name of the rich man. What does that mean? Blessed are the pure of heart, blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of God. In Luke's gospel, he's very concerned about poor. Jesus is always with the poor. The church is always trying to be present with the poor. The Jesuit order starts universities in the middle of downtown. Why? To be with the poor. To educate the poor. Because the closer we are to poor, the closer we are to saying... I'm poor in spirit. They're poor in material. I'm poor in spirit. They trust more in God than I do because I have good stuff. The great gift of what St. Ignatius will call indifference. Indifference. Whether I'm rich, I'm poor, I'm in health, I'm out of health, Wherever to have an indifference about it, but to say, how do I praise God in this? How do I praise God in this? To remember our death, as the saints would say also. We'll make sense of our life unless we make sense of our death. So to care for one another with that being the goal, eternal life. To walk with one another, having that be the end goal. And not not to distance ourselves from the poor, but to actually be as close as we can to them. And the great gift that is. Because they remind us in their life, in their tragedy or their struggle, it reminds us that our life's not here. It's in eternal life. It's in eternal life. And if we're blessed with good, to go about helping the good that we've had. Because, like last week, we're stewards. Of everything that God's given us, even our own lives. At the end of our life, our will solidifies, which is exactly what we see Jesus talking about today. The rich man's will was solidified, he was no longer able to change. (laughs) The very last sentence of what Jesus said today. If they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen if somebody should raise from the dead. I wonder if Jesus kind of said that tongue-in-cheek. Like, I'm going to be the one that raises from the dead. I'm going to be that person. We need to believe in Moses, the prophets, the Old Testament. We need to know the story of creation. We need to know the fall, how we were captured. Because until we realize we were captured by sin and death, we don't know what it is to be rescued by Jesus. And once we know what it is to be rescued by Jesus, then our entire life is a response to being rescued for eternal life. That's the God who loves us. That's the God we worship today. Who makes His Son present in the Eucharist to be with us through the Holy Spirit. Body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. Greatest gift. We have many of them, but the greatest. Today, let us just reflect on where am I at but. The better question is, do I care? Not whether I have a lot or if I have less, but do I care? The rich man didn't care about anything. Self-indulgent didn't care about anything other than himself. Do I actually care that there's other humans on this earth that have the same dignity as I do? And do I do something if mistreatment is happening? Am I moved? Let's ask for that grace, the grace to care, to give people their dignity that Jesus won for us by his precious blood dying on the cross.